0: All right, so I'm gonna stop picking on y'all for now. I'm gonna put the questions in the chat. If anyone's not familiar with House, know that the questions will be in the chat. Thanks, Linda, for coming up. Oh, Trina, you're eating dinner? You lucky. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna, I didn't get a chance to t- put the questions in the chat, but I am gonna say it twice for you guys, okay, as I'm typing them in the chat. So look there for the questions. So you are a LCSW. ...providing therapy to a client, Jamie,
1: who is 35 years old, who recently disclosed that
0: they have been engaging and non-suicidal
1: self-injury as a way
0: to cope with overwhelming emotions. Jamie reports Feeling a profound sense of emptiness and difficulty in forming relationships. What is the best therapeutic approach to address? Jamie's self-injurious behavior and emotional stability.
1: We have a implement
0: a CBT approach to address
1: maladaptive Thought patterns. We've got B. Refer Jamie to a group therapy
0: program focused on emotion regulation and distress tolerance. We've got C, explore Jamie's attachment history and consider DBT as an option. Then we've got D, encourage Jamie to practice mindfulness exercises to manage emotional distress. All right, so I'm gonna repeat this one more time. You are a LCSW providing therapy to a client named Jamie, a 35-year-old individual who recently disclosed that they have been engaging in non-suicidal self-injury as a way to cope with overwhelming emotions. Jamie reports feeling a profound sense of emptiness and difficulty in forming stable relationships. What is the best therapeutic approach to address Jamie's self-injurious behavior and emotional instability? We have A implement a cognitive behavioral therapy (CBT) approach to address maladaptive thought patterns. We have B refer Jamie to a group therapy program focused on emotional regulation and distress tolerance. C Explore Jamie's attachment history and consider DBT as an option. D, encourage Jamie to practice mindfulness, exercises to manage emotional distress. All right. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay, cause the chat not popping, what's happening? Um. <laughs> I only okay, it just popped up. I was like, what happened? All right, so let's look at A. He's seen a big mixture between A and C, but implement a CBT therapy approach to address maladaptive thought patterns. Do we keep it or do we throw it out?
1: Throw it out. Keep, it.
0: keep it. Keep it. Okay, I'm here a mixture, so let's. we'll keep A for now. B, refer Jamie to a group therapy program focused on emotional regulation and distress tolerance. Do we keep it or throw, throw, it, out? Out. throw it out? Throw it out. All righty. C. Explore Jamie's attachment history and consider DBT as an option. Throw it out. Throw it. Throw it, mm. throw it out. Let's keep, let's keep that one. Let's keep it. Okay. That's fine. D. Encourage Jamie to practice mindfulness exercise to manage emotional distress. Throw it out. Throw it out.
1: Keep it.
0: Okay. Now we're in between two here. Oh boy. So. A, implement a CBT approach to address maladaptive thought patterns. And then we got C, explore Jamie's attachment history and consider DBT as an option. All right, so since we're in between two, you gotta think about what is the presenting problem, right? What's the chief complaint that this person came in with? And think of what's the other part of the problem. What is this question underlyingly testing? This is an application question. So, A or B? I mean, A or C? Which one are we throwing out? A. We'll check the to chat too. Why?
1: Um, mm,
0: well, you said the person was um, Jamie was unstable with her relationships. So I just lean more towards C when you said that. Mm-hmm. But yep. And we gotta get it together now. You know why I'm saying that to you.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh so what is the best therapeutic approach to address? Jamie's self-injurious behaviors and emotional stability. What does this sound like to you? Anybody? So think this is the application. We got a 35-year-old, non suicidal self-injuries is the chief thing that she is doing to cope with overwhelming emotions. And then we have sense of emptiness and she has difficulty forming stable relationships. What disorder is that?
1: Borderline. borderline.
0: Yeah. Thank you. See where I said the application piece comes in? Now, what is the evidence-based practice for, for borderline personalities? DBT. DBT. Bingo. You see what <laughs> I just did? See what I just did? Y'all see that, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, again, this is an application. So, the answer is C, you guys. So CBT is not an evidence-based practice for people that have borderline. Now, even though even though it didn't say she has borderline, the hallmark of borderline personality disorder is difficulty informing stable relationships. They also have extensive history in using non-suicidal self-injury or cutting as a way to coping with their behaviors, their emotions and attention seeking as well. Not their primary symptom, but it is a symptom. But the highlighted is difficulty in forming stable relationships. When you guys are looking at application questions, this comes from, I believe, intervention with clients, so psychotherapy, clinical interventions, and case management for my clinical and master's people. This is about 28% on the master's, 30% on the clinical exam. You guys have to be able to recognize what they're testing in the application question. That's how I was able to know that she's probably got borderline. CBT is not an evidence based practice for borderline, and also pulling out what the hallmark symptoms are in her chief complaint. So the rationale for this is the best therapeutic approach for addressing Jamie's self injured behavior and emotional instability is to explore their attachment history and consider dbt as an option dbt is particularly a factor for individuals with emotional dysregulation and self-injurious behaviors including borderline personality disorder exploring attachment history can provide insights into the origins of their emotional struggles the other piece with borderline personality disorder is that it is born from individuation separation margaret Mahler's theory so oftentimes with margaret Mahler's theory going back to human behavior she is a psychiatrist that had a very bad relationship with her own mother so that theory of talking about how the primary caregiver attaches to the child or the child's lack thereof attaching to mom and the process of that child separating from mom to become a whole self if that process is disrupted in any way neglect forms borderline personality disorder can form from that theoretical concept according to margaret Mahler. so that's another piece i want to add here One of the things that Felicia Black earlier talked about in um, and when she was talking to you guys is using it in practice you so what aswe is trying to do they're not trying to trick you. They really want you to understand that application question is not about memorizing it is about understanding what the question is testing and being able to apply the content to the question if you cannot do that. Know that as a warning sign that you have the wrong study guide or you have the wrong program. If you're not able to do that, you're in trouble. And I only say this because I talked to too many of you guys (laughs) that come with a history of going to different programs that don't work. And you're using them either over and over again because you don't know what else to use and it's not focused on your learning style or there's a disconnect between the content you're reading in your study strategy you cannot memorize this stuff you have to be able to understand it that's what makes application questions harder okay so with that we're going to go on to the next one i'd appreciate y'all enough okay (laughs) so let's go to the next one you are working with a client named leo a 22 Year old college student who has ADHD. Leo is struggling with time management, organization, and maintaining focus on academic
1: task
0: despite trying various organizational strategies Leo continues to face academic challenges what is the most appropriate intervention to support Leo's academic success. All right, so we got A, initiate a psychoeducation about ADHD and teach Liel self management strategies. Don, you might have to mute yourself, just let you know. (laughs) Um B recommend medication as the primary, no Dawn, you're fine, (laughs) primary intervention to enhance focus and concentration. We got C should just that Leo reduce his course load to decrease academic stress okay and then we got d refer leo to a vocational rehab program for career assessment so i'm going to read this one over again you are working with a client named leo a 22 year old college student who has been diagnosed with ADHD, Leo struggling with time management, organization, and maintaining focus on academic tasks. Despite trying various organizational strategies, Leo continues to face academic challenges. What is the most appropriate intervention to support Leo's academic success? We have a initiate psychoeducation about ADHD and teach Leo self-management strategies. We have b recommend meds as the primary intervention to enhance focus and concentration We've got C suggest that Leo reduces course load to decrease the academic stress. We've got D refer Leo to a vocational rehab program for
1: career assessment Let's look at a do we keep it or throw it out keep it. Anyone else besides Maurice, I was just checking the chat. Okay, so I'll keep it around. What about B? Do we keep it or get rid of it? Did you say keep it? Yes, ma'am. Linda? Keep it. We'll keep B. What about C? Throw it. And D? Throw it out.
0: All right, we are down to two. Now, this is another application question, right? We're down to two, which is great, but now we need to make sure, what are the things that we need to know? This kid has ADHD, so I would need to know the pathology of ADHD, the classic symptoms of ADHD. There are three types, by the way. What are the effective evidence-based practices, classic symptoms, duration if feasible, okay? And medications. So we have the disorder, then he has some of the symptoms he's having. Time management, organization, and maintaining focus on academic tasks. I'm gonna highlight that. So the two things I have highlighted are his symptoms and the ADHD. Now, despite those things, despite trying various organizational strategies he's facing academic challenges and then it says what is the most appropriate intervention to support Leo's academic success so here you the key thing is it says support Leo's academic success I'm point out out to you guys for a reason, because if we're in between two questions, we need to make sure that we understand what Leo's actual problem is. There is his chief complaint, we got his symptoms. We have what he's struggling with, but what is the question actually asking you? It's asking what is the most appropriate intervention to support his academic success. With that being said, we're in between A, initiate psychoeducation about ADHD and teach Leo self-management strategies. And then we have B, recommend medication as the primary intervention to enhance focus and concentration. Remember what his chief complaint is, what he came in with, remember what he's struggling with. Now, I need you guys to choose between A and B. B.
1: Why would you say B?
0: Because
1: it'll enhance his focus and concentration. And that's, he said he has trouble maintaining focus on academic tasks. And so it seems as though he's already been using management skills. And so
0: to me, it doesn't seem appropriate to educate him, or initiate psychoeducation and teach him self-management strategies because it seems like he's already been trying them, but I could have read that wrong. But that's why I chose B. Thank you, Mr. Ruth. Anyone else want to give a
1: whack at it? Linda? I'm kind of going towards
0: A for the self-management strategies. Boy, I'm getting y'all with the questions. (laughs) (laughs) okay so if i had to look at this i'm going to help you guys out a little bit i would choose psychoeducation before medicine and the reason why is that we need to empower him with the knowledge about his condition we can't assume that it's been done and we need to equip him with the practical skills to address the challenges the time management issue the organization it's not saying medication can't be used medication should be and maybe also reducing his course load that should be considered but we got to educate
1: him first And I had A, and then said, never mind, B. I'm so. (laughs) Uh,
0: If you cannot, remember, the other pieces, you cannot assume that that's been done.
1: Okay. Yeah, when I thought about A, I thought about, you know, he may have tried things, but he may have not tried to correct things. Like, he may have tried things his way.
0: Ooh, I'm getting y'all. I got y'all today. These are some good ones. Okay, so we're going to go into the next one now. I got you guys hostage for another, what, 15 minutes, so we got some more to go. All right, we're going to go to the next one. You are an LCSW working with a 50-year-old
1: client named Sandra.
0: Who has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder? Sandra recently
1: experienced a manic episode that resulted
0: in impulsive spending. and strained relationships with her family. She is now in a stable mood, but is facing financial debt and strained family dynamics. what is the least effective intervention for sandra
1: financial difficulties we've got a collaborate
0: with sandra to create a budget and debt repayment plan. We've got B, refer Sandra to a financial counselor or advisor with
1: expertise in mental health.
0: We've got C, encourage Sandra to participate in family therapy
1: to address relationship issues. And
0: we've got D, advise Sandra to engage in additional high-risk financial investments to recover losses. Alrighty, I need the chat is blowing up now. Okay, A, what are we doing with it?
1: Doing up. B. Throw it up. B. Throw it up. Where everybody
0: else at? Maurice? you can keep throwing on the question now. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, do do? I thought I was talking, but I was doing talk to text. I'm throwing it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's ADHD a right long there. One
0: day. I'm over here talking. Throw it out. Mm-mm. That's ADHD right there and i think i'm going to be sitting with me for an hour after this <laughs> oh don't let's the bus okay so d <laughs> d is correct advise sandra to engage in additional high-risk financial investment to recover losses so the least effective intervention for sandra's financial difficulties is to advise her to engage in additional high-risk financial investment to recover losses this approach can exacerbate her financial problems It's not recommended, especially considering her history of impulsive spending during manic episodes. Instead, focusing on budgeting, debt repayment, and seeking financial counseling is more appropriate. So good job, you guys. I guess after those first uh, two questions that were a doozy, you guys were due for an easy one, right? (laughs) All right, let's go to the next one. We still got two more to go. All right. You're an LCSW. Providing therapy to a client named
1: Mark, 28 years old, has been diagnosed with substance
0: abuse, I mean, substance abuse, substance use disorder, and co occurring. Depression. So, Mark has expressed a strong desire to achieve sobriety, but continues to struggle with cravings and relapses. What is the best approach to address Marks Co occurring Disorders? So we have a refer mark to a dual diagnosis treatment program that specializes
1: in co-occurring disorders.
0: We have B. Encourage Mark to attend daily AA meetings to reinforce
1: sobriety. We've got C. Suggest mark
0: focus exclusively One sobriety and address depression after achieving it. And we've got D initiate anti depressant medication as the primary intervention to manage depression. All right. So I'm going to repeat this one. Your LCSW providing therapy to a client named Mark, a 28 year old who has been diagnosed with substance use disorder and co-occurring depression. Mark has expressed a desire to achieve sobriety by continuing to struggle with cravings and relapse. What is the best approach to address Mark's co-occurring disorders? So we got A, refer Mark to a dual diagnosis treatment program that specializes in co-occurring disorders. We have B, encourage Mark to attend AA meetings to reinforce sobriety. We have C, suggest Mark focus exclusively on sobriety and address depression after achieving it. We have D, initiate antidepressant medication as the primary intervention to manage depression. Now, A, do we keep it or do we throw it out? Let me check keep the it. chat too. B, throw it out. out. C, throw
1: it out. Or no. D.
0: Okay, the answer is A. Refer Mark to a dual diagnosis treatment program that specializes in co-occurring disorders. Co-occurring disorders is the new name for dual diagnosis, which was in the DSM-IV prior. Now, it's the best approach because not only does he have substance use disorder, he has depression, hence co-occurring disorders, and he needs to be in a program that specializes in just that. So such programs can provide integrated care and address both disorders simultaneously. So this comprehensive approach is more effective in supporting Mark's recovery by addressing the interconnected nature of his substance use and depression, okay? With that, we are gonna to go to our last one. We've got about five or six minutes left just to let you guys know. Um, we do have, for those of you that are in our study membership group, which is very small in our Zoom, we do have that at seven. And then um, TikTok will be at 8.15, as well as 8.15 tomorrow as well. So if you haven't followed me, please feel free to do so.
1: I will put in the last one of the night, give me a second, let me put that link in the chat for people. Before I go into the last question, hold on. All right, guys, there is the link, I did put it there in the chat. Um, If you would like to
0: follow me on TikTok tonight to see the questions live on a big screen board, feel free. All right, with that, we're going to go into the next one. You are a licensed LCSW. Well, I should just put LCSW. LCSW working with a 32-year-old client named Maria. Maria who recently disclosed a history of childhood sexual abuse. Okay, Maria is experiencing
1: severe PTSD symptoms, including Flashbacks, nightmares, hypervigilance.
0: She has a history of avoiding situations and people
1: that trigger traumatic memories. Despite attending therapy for several
0: months, Maria's symptoms have not significantly improved. Maria expresses a strong desire to regain control over her life
1: and end the cycle of a trauma. So we've got a continue
0: with the current therapeutic approach, focusing on stabilization techniques. We've got B, refer Maria to a trauma-focused, Therapy program
1: specializing in complex trauma.
0: C. Encourage Maria to confront her traumatic
1: memories through exposure. therapy d explore the possibility
0: of medication to manage severe PTSD symptoms. All right, guys, I'm going to recap this real quick. You're at LCSW working with a 32-year-old client named Maria who recently disclosed a history of child sexual abuse. Maria's experienced severe PTSD stress, uh, post-traumatic stress symptoms, including flashbacks, nightmares, hypervigilance. She has a history of avoiding situations and people that trigger traumatic memories. Despite attending therapy for several months, Maria's symptoms have not significantly improved. Maria expresses a strong desire to regain control over her life and end the cycle of trauma. What is the next step in Maria's treatment process to address her complex trauma? A. Continue with the current therapeutic approach, focusing on stabilization techniques. B. Refer Maria to a traumatic-focused therapy program specializing in complex trauma. C. Encourage Maria to confront her traumatic memories through exposure therapy. D. Explore the possibility of medication to manage severe PTSD symptoms. So let's start with A. Do we keep it or do we throw it out? Throw it out. All right. B. Do we keep it or throw it out? (laughs) C. Do we keep it or throw it out?
1: Throw it out. Keep keep (laughs) it. Keep it.
0: All right. D. Do we keep it or throw it out? It out. So now we're stuck between B and C. Okay. So we got refer Maria to a trauma-focused therapy program, especially in complex trauma. We got encourage Maria to confront her traumatic memories through exposure therapy. So we got to choose between the two. She's got a history of child sexual abuse, right? That's what she came in with. Now she is experiencing PTSD symptoms severely, so I highlight those symptoms. She avoids, she has a history of avoiding situations and people that trigger her, right? And she's been attending therapy for several months. However, her symptoms aren't improving. So what is the next step?
1: C is out i think it's going to be b yeah I so
0: the next step in Marie's treatment is going to be b address her complex trauma we got to refer her to a trauma-focused therapy program that specializes in complex trauma her symptoms indicate severe ptsd um, symptoms so post-traumatic stress avoidance the hypervigilance it indicates that she needs specialized treatment that can focus on the complexities of our trauma history. Trauma-focused therapy programs provide evidence-based interventions tailored to her specific needs in history of childhood sexual abuse. For my master's and my clinical people, this is a big chunk of your test. Again, master's 28%, clinical 30%. So you have to be strong in those two areas specifically. Uh, bachelor people, you kind of get a little bit of slide. It's not the same focus. but. Uh, For my master's in clinical people, this is a big deal. You have to be able to know what the evidence-based practices are for all of those disorders. You don't know what you're going to get on the exam. So you have to make sure that the structure, the materials that you set up for yourself is aligned with everything you need to pass that exam. With that, I'm going to conclude, and I have a group to get into. I will see you guys if you follow me on Tickety Talk. Roof, don't you dare ask me a question. You're going to see me for an hour, okay? Uh, <laughs> I a few minutes. You can ask me later. I got to pop out of here, guys. You guys have a good
1: night. I will see you guys later. And see if you follow me on TikTok. You'll see me at 8.15. Bye, guys.